to Brexit Business episode 151 in our new compact Spotcast format. I'm your host, Malcolm Gallagher. In this episode, Hugh Morgan Williams in Hughes News brings you his digest of this week's Brexit-related news, including delays in new Northern Ireland goods movement rules, labour shortages affecting supermarkets and prices, a possible row with the EU over data rules, and the news that many EU companies are overtaking the UK in the vaccination race. In my Malcolm's monologue, I'm being negative to help you with being positive as I chat about the likely upcoming winter of discontent that we all face and what you can do about it in your business. As usual, we finish with Hugh's view and I'm in total agreement with his opinion that we need someone to put the great back into Great Britain. Listen in to see if you agree. Here's news news. This week, new Brexit rules for moving goods from Northern Ireland to England are delayed. Dire warnings about Brexit-induced labour and food shortages show no sign of abating. New data rules from the government threaten another row with the EU. And European countries edge ahead in the race to inoculate against Covid. New post-Brexit rules for moving goods from Northern Ireland to the rest of the UK have been delayed. They were due to be implemented by the end of the year, but the government says this now won't happen. The rules concern the definition of which goods qualify for unfettered access when being moved from Northern Ireland to the rest of the United Kingdom. The EU is concerned this creates a loophole in the single market when anything shipped on this route is free of duty and taxes. The government had always intended to narrow the definition so that only genuine Northern Ireland businesses can benefit. The delay, says the government, is because they want to negotiate major changes to the Brexit deal in relation to Northern Ireland. Farmers and supermarkets are turning up the volume to government as they face continuing pressures. Vegetable growers can't get their crops out of the ground because of a shortage of pickers, traditionally sourced from the EU, and the shortage of lorry drivers is hampering deliveries to supermarkets where gaps on the shelves are becoming more obvious. Pig farmers say a shortage of skilled butchery workers means pigs are accumulating on farms because they can't be killed, and that reduces the price farmers earn due to an increase in fatty tissue in the pigs. Much the same is happening in the poultry industry, which is hatching 10% fewer chicks because growers know there isn't the capacity to kill the grown birds. This has led to shortages of chicken at restaurants like Nando's. There are already warnings about the amount of festive turkey that can be produced for Christmas, and there are expectations that prices will rise. There are calls every week to extend the seasonal temporary worker scheme to allow crops to be picked, and for haulage to be added to the list of essential workers to allow recruitment from the EU. So far, the government's resisting these calls, saying it's up to British business to invest in the domestic workforce. But on a wider level, price increases and higher shipping costs are causing alarm. Steel prices are up 50%, cardboard's on the rise because of the home delivery boom, and container prices from China have soared, sparking some economists to warn of serious inflationary pressure, some of which is purely caused by self-inflicted government policy. Supermarket bosses are warning that time is running out if a normal Christmas is not put in jeopardy through reduced choice and higher prices. 
New data rules are being proposed by the government to spare internet users from constant cookie alerts from websites. Ministers say they want to move quickly and creatively to devise new IT rules post-Brexit. This will mean divergence from the EU's GDPR protocol introduced three years ago, and this could provoke a bitter row with the EU. It's been revealed this week that a drive to vaccinate teenagers and the introduction of COVID passports have enabled some EU countries to overtake Britain in the inoculation race. France, Portugal, Spain, Denmark, Belgium and Ireland are now administering more jabs than Britain. Britain's infection rate refuses to subside and there are warnings of more cases as schools and universities return. Travel curbs continue to be eased, however, although rules on who needs to be tested and quarantined are confusing. Hello, Malcolm Gallagher here with my Brexit Spotcast monologue. I believe that everything in business has a finite window of opportunity. The window doesn't stay open these days for very long at all, especially as it can quickly be blown shut by the many adversities that we face. The Daily Telegraph the other day said, Brace yourself, Boris, for a winter of discontent. A lift of a phrase from Shakespeare's Richard III. Now, I was jotting down a list of adversities the other day and reflecting how business is having to almost play that game called whack-a-mole. It's the game in an amusement arcade in which players use a mallet to hit toy moles which appear at random back into their holes. But in this case, I think the definition is more used with reference to a situation at which attempts to solve a problem are piecemeal or even superficial, resulting only in temporary or minor improvement. I personally believe that the steam has gone out of the Brexit benefit momentum because government cannot think commercially. It believes it can, but in reality it has no idea how important it is to be agile, adaptable and fast into the marketplace. Governments don't know how to be competitive. They'll opt for restrictive before that, and I know this from my work with many of them. Many Mandarins believe in competitive means being salesmany, and that is beneath them. I cannot see us swimming to the top of our business challenges in the near future. They're going to pile higher this winter, especially with shortages in materials. So what can you do about it? And you must do something about it. I've lived my life with the mantra that there's no problems, always opportunity. That means you need a deep inward look at yourself, your team, your business, your customers, and your supplier, Jane, perhaps doing a SWOT analysis. There are new markets out there, as I've been personally discovering, but don't wait until the government brings you those markets. It'll be too late. Yes, you may have to pivot your business, but so what? I've done it and so many have others. The key is to not be resistant to change, but run towards it. Get out the whiteboard and perhaps some external soundboard help and see and realise that the holy marketing strategy grail of new products or new services into new markets is there and can be achieved. I keep saying that to those clients I've been helping. It's there for everyone, but only if you want it enough and will energise your business into achieving it. 
So how do you want it? Do you want to fade away, survive, or thrive? It's up to you. Fake and misleading news exists, and it can be dangerous for you. Get a true view of the news with Hugh's View from Hugh Morgan Williams. Often prickly, but always insightful. Seven months after the transitional period, we're now beginning to see what Brexit looks like. Products in short supply, higher prices, labour shortages and the threat of long-term inflation overhanging the economy. Farmers and growers forced to throw away perfectly good produce because there isn't the labour to harvest it or the lorry drivers to move it. Meat and poultry in short supply because they aren't the abattoir or butchery staff to process it all. This because of the government's dogma about freedom of movement in the EU. Toy importers having to pay 500% more for a container than last year. All this threatens the quality and price of a British Christmas. If that were all we had to worry about, I'd say let's all grow up and get on with it. But this is self-inflicted by a government that seems to care more about waving the flag than helping its citizens. The amount being proposed for a new royal yacht is £200 million. A fraction of that would unblock our labour shortages and enable our businesses to power ahead at full throttle. Without the necessary labour, business is forced to pay a lot more for the labour it does need, and that will feed through into higher wages and prices and ultimately inflation. When will this government learn we're part of a global economy and jingoistic nationalism and isolation will cost us dear? Yes, we will have control of a sort, but at what price? It'll lead to reduced choice, higher welfare, higher taxes. In short, a return to the 70s, a decade of discontent, labour unrest and poverty. Yes, dear listeners, poverty. Except, of course, for those who have profited from dodgy PPE contracts and unethical lobbying. We really do need someone to put the great back into Great Britain, a country that is respected throughout the globe for fairness, tolerance and high standards of ethics. Volunteers, please apply on a postcard to number 10 Downing Street. Thanks, Hugh. We hope you're finding our new compact Spodcast format to your liking. The Spodcast is part of our greater BizVision range of business channels, which you can find at bizvision.co.uk. What's your thoughts on Brexit today? Please let us know via bizvision.co.uk using the contact uh, box or email hello at bizvision.co.uk. That's hello at bizvision.co.uk. Looking forward to hearing from you and thanks for either watching or listening.